I had a gal once who had just had a brand new sofa made. Um, it was definitely an investment for her. The, the sofa was a $25,000 sofa. And her husband spilled a glass of red wine on Uh-oh. the couch. And it wasn't just on one cushion. It got on the base and on the the, the, the rug on the floor. Oh. We, we spot cleaned it for her and it came out 100%. And uh, she wasn't as happy as her husband was. Yeah. He wasn't in trouble anymore. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I am Kendall Young, broker at Diggs, a local real estate company that connects cool people with cool home. Today on Love Your Diggs, love it! We are talking to Jansen's Cleaners about the best tips and practices for your spring cleaning. But first, here is the Diggs Market Moment. So the rest of the country is talking about a slowing real estate market. But is that true in Glendale, in La Crescenta? Um, And if you compare quarter to quarter, there are fewer homes for sale and the number of homes entering purchase contract is up. So this means the conditions are slightly better for home sellers than this time last year. So what's kind of going on? And oh, also on prices, um, average price per square foot is up a modest 3.7%. That's again, comparing first quarter uh, 2019 to first quarter 2018. However, it it sure seems like there are a lot more signs in the yard and we're starting to see price reduced in advertisements. Uh, So this means that while many homes are selling right away with multiple offers, we just put Highland into escrow with a very high price. Many things are, many others are lingering on the market. In fact, 33% of the listings currently on the market have had a price reduction. I think all this really means is these are uncertain times. If you see a great house and you can afford it, don't hesitate, buy it. In other news, Diggs is just full up with great listings. Step right up and get one for your very own. Um, You can sign up for our weekly newsletter to be the first to find out what's coming on the market. That's it for the Diggs Marketing Minute. Now, let's get into our conversation with Tanya Barron of, Tanya Barron of Jensen's Clinic. Hey there, everybody. This is Kendall Young with a new episode of Love Your Diggs. Love it! Today, I'm super excited to talk to Tanya, like Tanya Tucker, (laughs) Tanya from Jensen's Cleaning, and I'm super excited to have her come up to Diggs and talk to us because when I actually sold my house, my own personal house, and every realtor should have to do this every five years to just realize how difficult and unsettling it is. It's just, it's horrible. It really is. So when I had to sell my house, Jensen's Cleaning saved my keister. Um, by cleaning some things that I didn't know I could actually have Jansen's clean. And I lived with it for years and it was just terrible. After they were done, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. So it's spring cleaning season and Tanya decided to come on up. She made the long commute yeah. of three weeks, three three blocks yes. <laughs> to get up here. They're local here to Montrose to talk to us about spring cleaning, but also maybe some little thought of cleaning things can make a real difference in your life. Thank you for coming up here, Tanya. Yes, thank you for having me, Kendall. I'm happy to be here. So you guys are a family-owned business, right? 
Right. That's correct. My parents are the owners of the company. And then my husband and my brother also work there. And uh, my college age son, uh, he works for us now too, part time. Okay. I think I've met at least a few members of your family because you guys have done quite a few things for me over the years. Um, so, uh, and everybody has been very polite and clean and they smell good too. Very good. That's important. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, Let's just kind of open it up with general spring cleaning questions. Uh, the the internet's Pinterest, they're all filled with do-it-yourself cleaning tips for the spring season. Let's talk about, you know, we can all vacuum our rugs. What are some things that people try to do DIY and they really shouldn't? Um, so I guess the biggest thing that that we run into with with DIYs gone bad are DIYs gone bad. Yeah, girls <laughs> gone wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our um, spot cleaning with the wrong solutions. Um, okay, what do you mean? So, you know, it depends what type of fabrics that you're dealing with and what type of flooring you're dealing with, and so they'll choose something that will maybe pull a color on an Oriental rug. Um, or, you know, a lot of the cleaners that are at, in the market, um, they, they're high residue and can leave actually residue behind in whatever type of flooring or fa- fabric they're so trying to me, spot. So. so, so give me an example. So you, you mentioned an oriental rug. Let's just talk about area rugs in general. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to spot clean that one. When you say residue, what would that, what does that mean to me? So a residue is, think of it, I always say, think of this way. Would you wash or shampoo your hair and not rinse it out? No. No. That would be disgusting. <laughs> yes. So what would happen is it would attract dirt like a magnet. Okay. Um, and so that's basically what it is. And a lot of the cleaners that, you know, you can buy from the market are, mm-hmm. are that way. And um, unfortunately, it creates a bigger problem than what you had before. You know, I actually had a house for sale. And the homeowner had pets and she had been renting those rug cleaning things from the, uh, from the grocery store. Apparently she'd done it several times. We wound up having to spend thousands of dollars redoing the hardwood floors because they'd been ruined underneath. Yes. Have you experienced that kind of stuff? Yes. And that's definitely something else I would stay away from are those uh, market machines you can Why? I mean, what ha- does she just not use it correctly or, or what happens? There's just not enough vacuum um, to get all of the moisture out of the carpet. Um, it's just plain not powerful enough. Um, you have to have the right equipment to pull ex- and extract water out of a carpet when you're cleaning it. And those little, those little machines just don't simply don't have it. Yeah. Um, also to the cleaning agent that they sell you with it, is a high residue cleaner. So you go back to that, you know, leaving the shampoo in your hair kind of example. Um, and so it's attracting dirt like a magnet. And then you also are dealing with, you know, she was using it for pet urine. That's a whole nother, um, that's a whole nother situation in itself it that has to be fun. cleaned properly. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I can imagine. Yeah. And as we often say as real estate agents, if you can smell it, you can't sell it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. So the the way that you guys saved my particular keister is that I had a stone floors in my kitchen um, and it was the, not terrazzo, what's this? Travertine. It was a travertine okay. floor um, and travertine naturally has these pits and holes 
that are filled with uh, like a grout or something like that, right? Right. So over time, you know, mopping, bad idea, mopping some, those pits and holes had kind of like developed over the years. They were just, they were terrible. They were so filled with dirt. I couldn't get them even with a toothbrush. I couldn't get at them. And you guys came in and for a ridiculously low price, I thought, um, and not very much time, you guys restored these floors and they looked amazing. So what are the, and I wouldn't have thought to, to, to call you guys, what are the least thought of things that you guys clean or restore that people should know about? It can make a difference in their lives. Yeah, so definitely the hard surface floors. So um, natural stone, any type of a natural stone, we do cleaning and res- restoration. Um, restoration meaning we could bring that shine back to a marble floor or a marble countertop. Um, oh, marble countertops. Yes, That's... countertops, yes. Um, granite as well? Granite as well, Got yes. It. Um, and even walls, uh, showers, things like that. Um, so any type of a natural stone we can work with, um, you know, hard surfaces are definitely the most overlooked. So even just your basic, uh, ceramic or porcelain grout, tile and grout, um, we clean mattresses, uh, we clean hardwood floors. Wait, 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 back it up, girlfriend. You clean mattresses. Yes. I've never thought of, well, well, okay. You're blowing my mind. (laughs) What do you mean clean mattresses? What does that look like? Why do you do it? So it's very similar to how you would clean an upholstered chair or a, a, or a couch. Um, and it helps remove, you know, dust mites and allergens and things like that, that, you know, you don't really think about. You, you're washing your sheets on a regular basis and all of that, but it still will get through um, and get into that, into the mattress. So if you have allergies or asthma or anything like that, you know, you should be definitely cleaning your mattress. So if you have one of those allergy prick tests and the little prick that says dust mites, <laughs> you're, you're, you're rated like a 15 out of 10. You should call Janice. Is that what you're saying? Yes, like, yes, those yes. I mean, <laughs> this is not necessarily a, a, a commercial for Janssen's. We want to know about what kinds of herbs are out there, but full oh boy. That the allergy things is a big one, isn't it? Yes. Got it. Okay. So on the theme of spring cleaning, what are things people should consider cleaning every year? So um, all your floors and fabrics um, should be cleaned uh, and maintained by a professional cleaner anywhere between 12 and 24 months, depending on how many people are in your home. You have dogs, kids you're on the frequent side. Okay. You know, if it's just you and your husband and your empty nesters, you know, you're more on the 24 month side. Um, things that, that tend to get overlooked are simple things like changing your air filter in your, in your HAVAC system. Right. That helps with all the dust and the allergens that eventually end up in your floors. Right. Um, and fabrics. Uh, so, so forget those reminders that you're getting in the email about about putting your clock forward for spring. Let's just replace those with replace your air filter. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. It definitely helps the indoor air quality of your home. So Great. What are other spring cleaning once a year type things that you recommend? Um, you know, all the floors and fabrics really, really do need to be cleaned. Um. I personally will go through closets and take things out during spring cleaning. Sure. That, you know, all the winter clothes that I never wore, I'll take them out and get rid of them. Um, Actually, our podcast guest last month was an organizer who specializes in the Cole Marie method. Very good. Because we all love us some Marie Kondo and her (laughs) wacky, wacky ideas that actually 
work. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, those, so those are some awesome, awesome ideas. You know, so so you guys are a a, a cleaning and restoration company. I'll bet you have had disasters that have happened that you've been called and you've saved somebody's behind. Kind of good stories. Yes, we do. Um, we love saving our clients from disasters. Yeah, I'll bet you do. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, just puts a smile on their face and then we've accomplished our mission. So uh, I did. Ha- I had a gal once who had just had a brand new sofa made um, it was definitely an investment for her. The, the sofa was a $25,000 sofa. A twenty-five. Oh, yes. $25,000 sofa. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's not something you bought at Living Spaces. Definitely not. No. <laughs> okay. Um, and it had a very fine fabric. Uh, she made a very good decision on the front end. She did have uh, our premium protection applied to it, a premium protector applied to it at the time of purchase before it came in the home. And her husband spilled a glass of red wine on the couch. Uh-oh. And it wasn't just on one cushion. It got on the base and on the the, the, the rug on the floor. Oh. Um, and she was very smart for something like that, immediately called us. Uh-huh. Didn't try to t- try to DIY spot it at all. Um, and was in tears. We went out. We, we spot cleaned it for her. And it came out 100%. And... Uh, she wasn't as happy as her husband was because yeah. he wasn't in trouble anymore. <laughs> okay. Did the husband send you flowers? He, he should have done he, that. he said he was about to hug our technician. He's, <laughs> so but he's like, bro, I'll just give you a, a high five instead. <laughs> so when, when something like that happens, um, how, I mean, obviously you need to be, somebody should call a cleaning company such as yourselves right away. But at what point is it like, well, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. Is it hours? Is it days? What's kind of the time to point of no return? Really depends on what it is. Okay. You know, um, the, the more difficult stains are like coffee, teas, wines, um, anything, you know, any type of red based drinks or anything like that. Um, red Kool-Aid. Yes. Red <laughs> Kool-Aid. Yes. Anything that has, you know, dyes, any types okay. of dyes in it. Uh, those are the more difficult ones. Um, and then the biggest thing that we deal with with a lot of our clients is pet urine. And it's a definite, definite challenge. So if you are experiencing something like that, don't panic. First of all, um, whatever the spill is, you know, grab whatever solids off of it first and then absorb as much liquid as possible. You can with, you know, a white terry cloth or paper towels if you don't have that. Mm -hmm. Um, The reason we recommend something that's white is you don't want whatever you're using. Sure. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) To transfer (laughs) onto it. So, um, and then you know, try to get up as much as possible. Call a professional. If it's the weekend or after hours, um, you can um, go to our website if you'd like. There are some tips there on, on you know, anything from avocado to, to pet urine. And it'll, it'll walk you through a DIY that's safe for Got your it. fabric. Well, that sounds like a great recipe. So what is your website? Dirtisgone.com. Dirtisgone.com. Now, everybody who is a regular listener, you know that that will be in the show notes. So you don't have to scribble it down on a piece of paper or, you know, do something dangerous while you're driving. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be in the show notes. Just look it up at, 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 uh, you know, loveyourdigs.com. Sorry. 
at, at, at glendaledigs.com. He even thought about my own website, but <laughs> you guys are on Apple tunes. So cool. That, that sounds great. Um, I have a question. It's going to sound like a really stupid question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. You guys are called Jensen's cleaning. What is the difference between a cleaning company and say a maid service company? So a maid service is something that you're going to have on a more frequent basis, you know, um, once a week or bi-monthly that they're coming in and doing your vacuuming and your dusting, um, that type of thing, just topical maintenance. Uh, we're more of a deep cleaning. Okay. Um, and that's something that you do on a less frequent basis, you know, yearly, 24 months, um, things like that. Okay. Um, they're not really going to deal with, you know, spot removal, thing like things like that, more just uh, dry soil maintenance type, type of yeah. thing. Yeah, so they're not going to shampoo your area rug properly, but they'll vacuum it every day Correct. or every week. Every week, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Things okay. like that, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so that leads me to my next question. There are a lot of companies out there. If you put into Google or Yelp cleaning company, all kinds of things pop up. Um, what are some of the best questions that people can ask in order to not have, you know, Guido's cousin or maybe, you know, the buffoons coming into the house and maybe even doing more damage than good. What kind of questions should they ask? Yeah, we call that guy Bubba. Bubba? Yes. Okay, yeah, we don't want you Bubba. You don't want Bubba. No Bubba. <laughs> no, no, no. We have a strict no, no Bubba here. Po- yeah. no, a strict no Bubba policy. Okay, <laughs> so how do, I, how do I suss out Bubba? Because Bubba got dressed and shaved before he came to interview for the, po- for the job. <laughs> yes, so very great question. Um, there's a lot of unscrupulous people in our yeah. Right, and they can create that $25,000 couch. Bubba should not be anywhere near it. No, 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 (laughs) because Bubba probably doesn't have insurance to cover it if should he damage it. Well, that sounds like a good question to ask. Yes, so that's that's the best thing, you know, is to make sure that they're insured, both, you know, workman's comp and liability insurance. Um, In our industry, there is no laws governing us at all. You do not have to have any licenses or insurance to be in this business. and uh, really, reputation okay. is is very important. Find out about their reputation. How long have they been in business? Um, you know, referrals are key. Talk to your friends and neighbors. Go to next door or you know apps or that are similar to that, and um, see what people are saying about the company that you're trying to hire um, to do your your cleaning and maintenance on your floors and fabrics. Um, what type of systems they use is also very important. Um, hot water extraction is definitely the most preferred method that you can use. And um, there's a vocabulary word for everybody: hot water extraction, as opposed to what? You guys would be more familiar with it being steam cleaning. Oh, steam cleaning. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> and um, so that is definitely the most preferred method. Okay. Um, dry cleaning is really only for floors or fabrics that require a dry cleaning because they cannot take any moisture. Mm. Um, you're getting the most, um, you know, deep cleaning with, with a steam cleaning or a hot water extraction. Okay. Um, and, you know, make sure that they're using environmentally safe products. I was going to ask you that question. I mean, how, how there could be a lot of chemicals involved. Um, is there like a certification or do you just, you just ask questions? So are you eco-friendly and will you get a meaningful answer? You, you, yes, you, you can ask them, you know, are your cleaning agents green? Are they safe for the environment? 
for myself, for my pets, for my children. And, um, you know, their response, their response should be absolutely they're safe for you. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, there's no there real way? governing way to figure yeah, I was that out. Say, can, how, how do you know if they're lying? Yeah, that that goes back to you know their reputation mm -hmm. and the the you know just from a referral. Um, you know, a lot of people will be fly by night and they won't be here a year or two from now. So you know, if someone's been in business for a very long time. Um, then they're going to, they're honest. They're going to be truthful with you it's about interesting. it. I find that neighborhood chatter on a neighborhood Facebook group seems to be more accurate as a referral than say Yelp. What have you found? I agree with you hundred percent on that. It seems like the only the people who have an ax to grind or just in general want their attention by saying negative things seem to be on Yelp. But the neighbors, like you guys have come up in several of the neighborhood conversations on Facebook, um, and the conversations are generally quite positive. Um, not always. I mean, they're, they, nobody gets 100% you know, five-star reviews all the time. Right. Um, but I don't know. It just That seems to be my takeaway from it. Yes, I, I, I absolutely agree with you on that. And, <clears throat> you know, Yelp is nationwide. It's everywhere, you know, and you, it definitely people will go on there when they have something, you know, negative to say versus positive. Um, I think that the, the neighborhood groups get more, you get more real feedback because you know, you're talking to your neighbors. Right. Yeah. And you're going to, you're going to be able to tell when that's your neighbor's picture on there actually saying something about an experience they had with, with someone in town. So. Right. Right. That's just my two cents. It's just cause you brought it up. I'm yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about Angie's list? Do you think that's a good resource? Um, personally, I, I don't have a lot of experience with our own company yeah. with Angie's list and I've never used it myself as a consumer. Um, I do belong to a group, um, you know, a business group that's nationwide with carpet cleaners all over the nation, actually mm -hmm. the country, really. And uh, the majority of them don't really use Angie's List anymore. Interesting. That has kind of changed. Okay. Okay. So. so maybe that's out of favor. I was just curious. We, the Angie's mm -hmm. List is not relevant really to what we do. So mm -hmm. I was just curious. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, I, I think that kind of wraps up all the questions that I wanted to ask. Was there anything that you wanted to add into this? Um, I would just say, you know, the, the biggest thing in maintaining your, your floors and fabrics is, is not just having them then cleaned on a regular basis. Um, but also having a quality protection applied to them either at the point of purchase or right after the cleaning, mm. um, because it's going to save you from those disaster moments. You know, we go back to the example of, of my client or our client that we saved with that red wine. If she did not have uh, a quality protection applied to that sofa, that stain would have been permanent. Wow. And she would have had to recover the entire base and the two cushions that I got on. And get a new husband. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so protection is very important. And um, there's just, you know, a few myths that that people have about carpet cleaning that um, maybe, you know, would be a good point to make is don't wait until there's visible soil on whatever it is that you're trying to have cleaned. Because at that point, damage has already been done to the fibers. So you want to make sure that you're on a regular maintenance. 
Got it. Got it. So don't wait until it looks like it's about ready to be replaced. Right. To get it clean. (laughs) Right. Yeah. We can still fix it. A professional can still fix it. You know what I hear you saying, Tanya? (laughs) I I, I swear to God, Tanya, I hear you saying floss your teeth every night. There you go. Yeah. It is kind of like flossing. Yes. 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 I do. I floss my teeth. Just thought I'd put it out there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of the spring cleaning wisdom. I know it's going to be helping people out there. If you guys want to get a hold of Tanya's company, it's called Jansen's Cleaning, and their contact information will be in the show notes. Uh, but just for the listeners now, what's the best way to get a hold of you guys? Uh, you could give our office a call. Uh, our number is 818-249-1175 or 24-7. You can go to our website, dirtisgone.com. Dirtisgone.com. Kind of like that URL. It's memorable. (laughs) That's it for this episode of Love Your Digs, where we are dedicated to bringing you the local resources, businesses, and information that help you love your digs more. We look forward to seeing you at the next episode. Bye. Bye.